0: hey guys welcome to another episode of bible prophecy for today uh tonight i wanted to talk about russia um and food shortages and uh some other things going on like what are esg scores and um you know why companies are gonna go woke or why they are going woke so first out the bat so we've got um russia and ukraine i'm sure by now everybody has heard about that uh you know russia the big thing is you know if russia does invade ukraine could it go nuclear and what they mean is you know the talk about that is there are 15 nuclear reactors in ukraine and uh, you got to remember they own some of the um the the part of chernobyl um i mean it wasn't their fault but on some of their land you know and so you need to think about what's going on there's 15 15 reactors and if russia does invade Ukraine those reactors five of them are actually right in the line of all of this and so it could that's what they mean It could go nuclear and so, you know, we really need to think about that And if they do like, you know, Ukraine would be pretty much uninhabitable for like decades so you'd have like mass mass exodus of people leaving they would have to and she's um, also gonna think um if these reactors do go you know the air you know the stuff's going to be in the air it's going to travel across the world Uh, we all remember what happened with chernobyl um you know this is just things that we need to be thinking about and then of course you know we have biden in office and he's just a a complete incompetent he is totally incompetent to be handling any of this stuff Um, think about it their foreign policy is a disgrace like do they even have a foreign policy does anybody really even know what it is no we really don't but you know here on the national review it says Biden Ukraine's problem so he literally by his incompetence he probably encouraged this russian invasion of ukraine because he's like his you know just by the things that he said you know like you know he's like well you know like right here says his now infamous comment Uh, that the Western response to an invasion would depend on whether it's a minor incursion was remarkably disturbingly candid, demonstrating that Washington and the West could well tolerate a limited Russian attack. So Biden also said another unstated assumption out loud that there's no transatlantic unity on how to respond to the Russian military buildup. Effectively, he telegraphed to the Kremlin that the U.S. response to an invasion will only be as strong is what is most reticent ally will permit we have an idiot in our office god help us god forgive the united states we are absolutely uh we did not vote for him i guarantee you 54 million people did not vote that moron into office um so anyway this is uh now this is uh this is with um fox news and it's dan Hoffman. And this is Russia-Ukraine conflict cause for a very grave concern. And I'm going to play a little bit of this. And I want you guys uh, to take a listen to it because it's very, very informative. It says, Fox News contributor Daniel Hoffman explaining during comments to Fox News Digital on Tuesday that Russian President Vladimir Putin has a menu of options, quote, unquote, for taking hostile action toward Ukraine. He's already got 100,000 troops on the, on the border. Uh, And you know, of course, you know, using them, they're also using the American response to his action to discern the vulnerabilities of the United States. Warren Hoffman, who had a distinguished career with the Central Intelligence Agency, where he was a three-time chief and a senior executive clandestine service officer, so that kind of gives you his background. And hopefully, if I play this, there's not going to be a commercial. I'm pretty sure there's going to be, so I will, I will try to. you know what? I'm gonna turn that down just in case. So let's see if we can get it to play without a commercial. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> but let's see what we got. So I mean this is um you know, what people people don't understand is this a very um what do you call it, a very touchy situation. So let's listen to them. Here we go.
1: reports out now that the that Americans in Ukraine are being advised to begin evacuating that country. It's hard not to hear some drum beats, some potential drum beats for military conflict, potential war in Europe. As you look at the, the, um, the news, as you look at the landscape, what do we make of what's happening with Ukraine and Russia today? Well, I think there's cause for very grave concern. Look, it was only back in December when the Biden administration was asked directly about evacuating U.S families from the embassy and U.S. citizens from Ukraine, and they said it wasn't time. But now they are. And you know, there's roughly 10 to 15,000 Americans uh, in Ukraine, and they're being asked to leave. That's certainly an indication of the concern that war may be imminent. And look, let's be clear, Russia still has 100,000 troops on the border. That means that NATO uh, has not succeeded in deterring Russia's attack on Ukraine. It's still in the offing, and we still have to be prepared for it.
0: Dan. Is this a situation where the U.S. troops are going to get involved, or is this a situation where we're going to assist the Ukrainians in defending their own border?
1: I think, I think the Biden administration has been very clear that we're not sending uh, our own troops to Ukraine. Uh, the British have reportedly sent some trainers there, but mostly what we're providing is military assistance. That's javelin anti-tank weapons. Uh, uh, the Latvians and Lithuanians are providing Stinger missiles. Uh, and, you know, that's, that's what we're doing, and we're, we're threatening Russia with, with sanctions, which doesn't at this time appear to be enough. And I think that's the, the concern. But there's no indication that the United States wants to send our own people, our own, uh, our own servicemen and women to, to Ukraine to fight there. Hey Dan, what what exactly would be the fallout of this? I know that we're we're really honed in on Russia may invade Ukraine. Now we're talking about literally replace its government with a pro-Russian government. But say that's what happens, worst-case scenario. I don't think that this president or even our former president would want to be in a, a combat situation. So say this is what happens, and you know you got the pontification, the diplomacy, whatever. What's the real fallout? What are the dominoes that fall from this? What does it mean to the world? So I think, certainly for us, tactically, there's some real concern there. It means that Russia's going to control the Black Sea. That has an impact on our NATO ally, Turkey. Uh, It means that there will no longer be this buffer state, Ukraine, uh, between Russia and Central Europe. That means Poland and Romania will be at great risk. And let's not forget that Russia's going to be changing the borders uh, of Europe through force and China will be looking upon that and, and believing that the United States isn't willing to stand up for sovereign nations. Ukraine is a, is a country that's seeking to be a democracy uh, with links to, to, to the European Union, commercial links. If we don't stand up for Ukraine's efforts to, to build their democracy, I'm not sure we stand up for much of anything at all. Uh, that's, I think, you know, the bottom line for this. I, I remember President Reagan talking about how the United States was a bright shining city on a hill. I think we do well to remember that now
0: hmm hey Dan. yeah we would we're not that anymore not with this uh presidency that we have now unfortunately yeah unfortunately so you know so much going on over there uh you know watch the news just be prepared uh be on alert because you never know uh what, what's going to be happening we live in those days and those times so you know uh, here's uh, on the on Reuters it says U.S. Uh, Air Force prepares weapons shipment uh, bound for Ukraine, and that was posted today. Uh, and it says, let's see, uh, the U.S. Air Force on Monday prepared a shipment of ammunition, weapons, and other equipment headed to Ukraine. Washington said it would continue to support Ukraine amid concerns in uh, Kyiv and among its uh, western allies over the tens of thousands of russian troops amassed on its border russia denies planning a military offensive Uh, the united states has provided over 2.5 billion dollars in military aid since 2014 including uh, the javelin anti-tank missiles uh, coastal patrol boats humvee sniper rifles uh, reconnaissance drones radar systems night vision and radio equipment a bipartisan group of U.S. Senators last week promised further supplies that could include Stinger anti-aircraft missiles, uh, small arms, and boats. So, you know, we've got a lot of stuff going on over there. So, oh, we just need to be praying for peace. You know, definitely need to be praying for peace. So the other big thing that I wanted to talk about today uh, was farming, farming insider warns coming food shortages are worse than that, than that than we are being told. And, of course... You could probably figure that we're never told the truth have you noticed that <laughs> we haven't been told the truth how think have we ever um, been told the truth well, this is michael snyder and uh it's end of the american dream this is posted uh january the 25th which was today on uh, com. So, uh, the information that I'm about to share with you is extremely alarming, but I have always endeavored to never sugarcoat things for my readers. Right now, there are shortages of certain items in grocery stores across the United States, and food supplies have gotten very tight all over the globe. Uh, I'm just going to throw in here, I'm sure you all guys heard of in Japan, that they were having to uh, limit uh, french fries because can't get potatoes. Anyway, Ah, See, back to the article. He goes, I've repeatedly warned that this is just the beginning, but I didn't realize how dire things have already gotten until I received an email from a farming insider that I have corresponded with over the years. I asked him if I could publicly share some of the information that he was sharing with me, and he said that would be okay as long as I kept his name out of it. According to this uh, farming insider, dramatically increased cost of fertilizer will make it impossible for many farmers to profitably plant corn this year. The following is an excerpt from an email that he recently sent me quote things for 2022 are interestingly are interesting and scary input costs for things like fertilizer liquid nitrogen and seeds are like triple and quadruple the old prices it will not be profitable to plant this year let me repeat the economics will not work our plan is to drop about 700 acres of corn off and convert to soybeans Uh, they use less fertilizer and we also have chicken manure uh, from that operation he goes guess what we are not the only ones with those plans already there is a shortage of soybean seeds so we will see how that will work out the way i see it there will be a major grain shortage later in the year especially with corn i mean we are all we are small with that um he says what uh, what about these people in the midwest who have like 10,000 acres of corn this will not be good so he says uh once i received that message i wrote him back with some questions that i have in response he expanded on his comments in a subsequent email as as for the farming i see it getting bad things like fertilizer uh, liquid nitrogen have tripled and quadrupled in price yes commodity prices are up but that certainly won't cover the new increased input costs we are in north carolina so while certainly not like the midwest we still grow grain the Midwest, of course, will have uh, these same higher input costs as well. Corn, for example, uh, typically, ta- typically takes about 600 pounds of fertilizer per acre, plus 50 gallons of liquid nitrogen. Uh, times that by many acres, and that's a lot of money. Soybeans take much less. The plan for us and most others around here is to drastically cut corn acres and switch to soybeans. Problem is, there is an apparently a soybean seed shortage because others have this plan as well. We were lucky enough to pre-buy enough to do it. However, most people, especially younger farmers or farmers where that is all they do, probably don't have the money to front like that. The way I see it, a corn shortage will come. I guess there could possibly be a glut of soybeans, but remember that could depend on the seed being available. I guess there are other alternatives, maybe milo, oats, or barley. Of course, the corn market is much larger. Think animal feed and ethanol. I mean, for animals, soybeans are used to it, but it's a mix. What happens to the animal producers who depend on reasonably priced corn? I just don't see how it can end well. He continues, I mean, even if we end up with plenty of soybeans, even a glut, um, then you have a busted market for that. I don't know. There just isn't much history to base any of this on. He says, I just see it hurting both grain farmers and animal farmers and also translating to more shortages and prices increase for consumers who buy the end product. Um, this, uh, the author says, I was stunned when I first read that. Uh, corn is one of the foundational pillars of our food supply. If you go to the grocery store and start reading through the ingredients of various products, you will quickly discover that corn isn't just about everything in one form or the other. So what is our country going to look like if a severe shortage actually happens I don't even want to think about that you know just thinking about this corn shortage I had just got there reading through um, Genesis and Exodus and so I just remember Joseph and you know the grain shortage um, in Egypt and you know how they did that the seven years of famine and the seven years of good and so ah, just kind of brings the highlights you know but anyway the article continues and he says of course fertilizing a fertilizer prices are not just going to go through the roof here in the united states in south america high fertilizer fertilizer prices are going to dramatically affect coffee production oh boy did they say coffee i don't know about you guys but i'm a huge coffee drinker anyway so christina riviera Dovelli. valley uh, who comes from a long line of coffee growers in brazil is this year paying three times what she paid last year for the fertilizer she needs coupled with the recent drought that hit her crop hard it means miss doval 75 will produce a fraction of her riviera doe valley brand of coffee some of which is exported there is also a shortage of fertilizer this year you pay then you put your name on a waiting list and the supplier delivers it when he has it she says if you'd love to drink coffee in the morning you will soon be paying much more for that privilege over in africa uh prices uh, fertilizer prices could result in 30 million metric tons less food produced did you guys hear that 30 million metric tons less food produced Fertilizer demand in Sub-Saharan Africa could fall 30% in 2022, according to the International Fertilizer Development Center, a global nonprofit organization that would translate to 30 million metric tons less food produced, which the center says is equivalent to the food needs of 100 million people. Quote, lower fertilizer use will inevitably weigh on food production and quality affecting food availability, rural incomes, and the livelihoods of the poor says joseph Schmidt schmidhuber deputy director of the united nations food and agriculture organizations trade and markets division where in the world are we going to get enough food to replace the food needs of 100 million people this is beyond serious Basically, the stage is being set for the sort of historic global crisis that I have been relentlessly warning about. Many Americans had assumed that even if the rest of the world was suffering, that we would be immune. But now there are widespread shortages all over the nation, and the Wall Street Journal just published a major article entitled U.S. food supplies under pressure from plants to store shelves. This is really happening in the united uh, in washington dc residents are being instructed to just buy what you need and leave some for others if you're hitting the grocery store to prepare for winter weather please just buy what you need and leave some for the others you may have noticed empty shelves in some stores due to national supply chain issues but there is no need to buy more than you normally would <laughs> of course they're going to tell you that anyway what would have been unimaginable just a few years ago is now making headlines on a daily basis of course it isn't just our food supply that is under threat as victor davis hansen aptly noted our country is now in the process of undergoing a systems collapse in modern times as in ancient rome several nations have suffered a systems collapse the term describes the sudden inability of once prosperous populations to continue with what had ensured the good life as they knew it Abruptly, the population cannot buy or even find one's plentiful necessities. They feel their streets are unsafe. Laws go unenforced or are enforced inequitably. Every day, things stop working. The government turns from reliable to capricious, if not hostile. A lot of people are going to be caught off guard by the by the pace of change. Things are shifting so rapidly that it is really hard to keep up with, with it all unless you are paying very close attention. Now... That you have been exposed to the information in this article please don't go back to sleep this is not a drill we really are heading into a nightmare scenario and i strongly urge you to act accordingly originally published at the end of american dream it was reposted with publish uh, with permission this was if you want to check out this article please go to prophecynewswatch.com farming insider warns coming food shortages are worse than we are being told so on another note, I buy from a local farmer, um, well, um, I buy my meat, uh, ground beef steaks, you know, that kind of stuff, pork um, from, a, from a local person, and he was um, sent out an email explaining that the costs have gone up dramatically, the butcher has gone up, the butcher charging prices have gone up, which in turn, you know, increased the prices of the product, which I was like, what? So anyway, we're paying $2 more a pound. That's $2, $1.50 to $2 more a pound than I paid last month. So it's getting close home. It's getting close to home, folks. And I have been saying this for at least eight months. I have been warning um, you guys to please go and stock up on food. And uh, I'm going to tell you again, get out there and stock up on food because it may be on the shelves now. It may not be next week. Uh, and if it's on the shelves this week and it may be on the shelves next week, but guess what? Just like it could go up three bucks, four bucks, five bucks. We're in inflation. We're heading towards hyperinflation. Um, you know, it's just time to get prepared. And uh, what does the Bible say? Famines, pestilences, you know, it's going to happen in the end days. I'm telling you, we we're heading so fast to the tribulation. I man, Every day, something, sometimes three or four stories break in one day. You know, I've been i've been studying bible prophecy for 25 to 30 years and uh you know i dreamed of days like this you know way back in the day because you know now you used could buy a prophecy book and you could read through it and, you know if y'all have not read the late plate granite late great planet earth uh, by how lindsay get out there and read that it's an oldie but a goodie but i mean now you know you can like you, these books are on the shelves and you're like oh man there's a prophecy Uh, book let me pull it down it was like published 2016 like that's too old you know so much stuff has already happened since then so the books are becoming so quickly outdated the stuff is happening so fast but uh these are the days that i dreamed about years ago but uh i never thought i'd see this day i didn't think i'd be alive in these days to see these uh in days like we are seeing today so you know we're here for a reason folks we're here to tell people about the good lord jesus we're here to tell about the good news and so if you don't know jesus christ as your lord and savior i would not hesitate another second i mean i would not hesitate before i even finish this sentence you better be on your knees i'm telling you whoo, lord now is the time to get right with god because you're gonna die 100 people out of 100 people die where are you gonna go when you die that's all i got to tell you here we go esg scores explained this is why companies are going woke this article is by glenn beck on the blaze and yes i know he's a mormon you don't gotta tell me (laughs) Mm. let's see what we got so well looks like that article is no longer there oh here it is i was like what (laughs) so this is the blaze staff so posted january the 24th says chances are you've noticed that many large companies have decided to become woke activists despite the fact that alienating half your customer base is a terrible business strategy this woke shift isn't being driven by the usual market forces it's the great resets esg score system at work so glenn beck says on a glenn tv under the environmental social and government scores this is the esg this is environmental social or and government governance, governance score sorry system um, says companies will no longer make decisions based on what you, the consumer, want. Now it's all about what those empowered power deem society should want, and it's not just businesses that are affected. He explained, and here's a video clip, and it's talking about it's on Glenn uh, TV here. Let's see if it'll let us play it. Let's see. Maybe we may have some uh, may have some uh, commercials.
2: Parents are sounding yeah. the education systems attack on their rights to choose what's best for their children
0: yep here we go
2: a short time ago as the toll of the coronavirus widens here in the U.S. Aggressive action in order to mandate vaccines... ...how worried they should be... ...variant on the move... ...the Biden administration's vaccine
1: mandates that cause holiday chaos...
2: We have been through a lot, America. Get vaccinated. We've been through a disaster, a worldly event, once only portrayed in disaster films or in conspiracy Reddit boards. It's some kind of a germ warfare testing up. Don't it. And out of this world, never could have imagined it, kind of nightmare. But we made it through, despite some on the left saying otherwise.
1: If someone in your family isn't vaccinated, should you ask them not to show
0: up?
2: Ah, yes. I I would do that. Today, though, we're facing another just as scary, maybe more. Another catastrophe that I don't think any American could have ever imagined would happen here. Prices surging more than they have in 30 years. And there doesn't seem to be an end in sight. But this time, we've seen it before. In places so close to home that never before felt ideologically close to home. Until now. The inflation, supply chain shortages, the empty shelves, the insane ways our elite in office are trying to control your money, your kids, your life. All of this began nearly one year ago to this day. And not the day most others in the mainstream media will be harping on over and over and over again for the next several weeks or years. No, this day is when it all went into warp speed. We will be judged you and i by how we resolve these cascading crises of our era will we master this rare and difficult hour but enough of looking back today i want to warn you about what is coming next to prepare you your family and equip you to warn others because the great reset is upon us
0: yes folks it is upon us and uh you guys can go uh, and watch that on youtube and that is the great reset joe biden and the rise of the 21st century fascism on blaze tv and you know what i'm gonna post that i'm gonna post that link uh yep i'm gonna post that link uh in the description so you guys i'm gonna get off of here and uh it's almost 30 minutes i just wanted to throw that out there to let you guys know what's going on that you know food crisis got, is coming folks and I'm talking crisis is coming and uh, if you guys aren't stocked up you better get stocked up you better get your ammo you better get your weapons in order Uh, because you know when ST when it hits the fan we'll put it that way when it, it when the stuff hits the fan you're gonna wanna be prepared so uh anyway with that folks I'm gonna get off of here and just remember You know, get in the word of God, let the word of God get into you. Oh man, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha.